Hello and welcome to the Toddcast. It is a dark yet temperate evening in April, or May. It's May now as I record this. Um, I just finished hanging out after work with some of the fellas to play some Imperial Assault. Start a new campaign off. It's gone quite well. The boys enjoyed it quite thoroughly, which is uh, encouraging to me as uh, that gives me yet another group of folks to enjoy the game with and uh, to a certain degree justify my spending the amount of money that I did on said game. Uh, (laughs) So it went well. Uh, Good stuff. Um, The Rebels were victorious uh, for their first initial mission and their uh, first side mission. So that's that's a a spiffy thing. Um, And I set up you know, all the pieces for the next session, so we can get into it a little quicker. Um, the plan for the evening was to uh, play said game until such time as young daughter finished one of her final exams for the day, um, at which point I'm going up to her college to fill the car full of her stuff, because tomorrow is move-out day, and Uh, For anyone who's been to college or has had young ones in college, you may fit everything that they took with them in one carload on the way up, but you're fairly certain they've accumulated other stuff in the meantime, and it's not going to go so easy. So this is the preemptive pre-haul we're we're heading towards. And I figured, hey, it's late at night, the roads are pretty empty, and uh, I feel like blathering on, so why not record a Toddcast? So here we are, and you're welcome maybe. I don't know. We'll see how this goes. Um, in terms of topic for said podcast, uh, I have a rough idea of something I want to talk about. I don't know how long it's going to take me to get to the college. So this may, uh, merge into a, uh, just talking about miscellaneous whatnot filibustering type session. Um, But I think what I'd like to start off with, and we'll see how long that will go, is uh, to talk about my midlife crisis. Um, I have recently discovered that, uh, you know, I'm I'm 44 now. Um, You know you're getting old when you have to do math to figure out how old you are, kids. Uh, Just just so you know. 44 is how old I am, which is about, which is about time to have the midlife crisis, uh, for a man, anyway, generally speaking, um, not to overgeneralize too much, but that, that, you know, in the mid 40s, 50s is is probably where that kicks in, it's, you know, hopefully, uh, midlife, um, you know, that means I'm living to 88, which is a pretty fair shake for a guy who doesn't take that great care of himself smokes and drinks a bunch of Mountain Dew, etc., etc. Uh, so we'll call, we'll call it good and not belabor that point too much. Um, but yeah, um, and it's not so much that I decided, hey, I should have a midlife crisis in so much as, you know, it sort of happened and I identified as, oh, this is, this is what that is. Um, and with that came a bit of a, a bit of an epiphany as regards to, to midlife crises. Um, because generally speaking, growing up, and, you know, as I've advanced through the years, uh, you know, I'm familiar with the concept of the midlife crisis, um, and the general concept there has been, okay, dude has hit a certain age, and is, is, is trying to, you know, 
recapture his youth. Um, it's generally sort of couched in the context of, you know, turning into kind of an asshole. Um, you know, buying the sports car and, and finding the younger woman and, and just sort of jerky shit like that. Um, and that's just what I always envisioned it would be. Um, didn't really have any good context or, or re- reason to understand why that was. Um, and always thought to myself, well, that's not going to happen to me. I'm not that kind of guy. I, I could give two shits about a sports car. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm one of those, you know, hyper-fidelity, um, monogamous, dedicated, mates-for-life kind of people. So, you know, trading in for the, the younger model is, is not really my, my thing uh, on several fronts. Uh, ethical, moral, just, it's, it's not, not the way I'm wired. So I figured, you know, I, this, this midlife crisis thing is just not really a thing that's going to happen to me. Um, and maybe this is not new information. Maybe it's just because I'm, you know, a, a, a dim-witted, you know, middle-aged white dude who's oblivious to certain things. Um, but I've come to find out that's not, it's not necessarily just, oh, for guys who are getting old and their dicks no longer work. Um, which is the impression I was under before. Um, but really it is a guy of a certain age, yes, trying to, to sort of relive his youth sort of a thing, but it's not necessarily the, oh, I wish I were younger and more virile and so on and so forth. It's more of a, in my case anyway, a, you know what? I've hit a certain point in life. I've, I've, I've found a certain level of success and financial stability and so forth that I can now act on things that I wanted or coveted as a youth uh, and it's not a struggle and you can do it so why not sort of a uh, uh, a middle-aged white guy treat yourself situation uh, if you will if you, you don't mind the Parks and Rec reference um, and like I said, this, this epiphany sort of came to me, uh, recently, um, through the medium of comic books, uh, in a roundabout way, and, and I shall explain. Um, I believe, um, and again, middle-aged dude whose memory is not necessarily so great, but I'm fairly certain I did a podcast at one point, um if not all about comic books, but talking to a certain degree about comic books. Um, and so, you know, growing up, I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed comics. Um, I, I wasn't so much into the superhero end of things, but, uh, Star Wars comics, uh, other science fiction sort of based comics. That's my genre. That's my jam. Um, and when I was young, um, high school ish or adjacent, um, there was a local comic book store. Uh, and a couple of my buddies were, were into comics as well. And the store had uh, what they call a pull service or subscription service. Uh, where basically every month they put out this thick-ass newsprint catalog of here are all the comics that are co- going to be coming out a couple of months from now. 
Um, so you can see what's coming out, what new titles are releasing, what the you know what is going to be covered in the newest editions of you know the the series that you follow, etc. Uh, and you'd go through this catalog and you could pick out what you wanted and you filled out a little order form and took it into the comic shop. Uh, and when they placed their comic orders, they made sure that they would order those for you. And when they come in, they would pull them aside and hold them for you. Um, so you didn't run the risk of just showing up and hoping that they'd have what you want. You could, you know, call dibs. Uh, and this is fantastic. And, and I, you know, got a lot of comics that way. Um, but as a young person, basically working for minimum wage at the library, or, or slightly above, uh, you know, there were a lot of really cool things in that catalog that I just didn't, wasn't going to make happen, because uh, didn't have that kind of money. Um, so, you know, there was a careful selection process of exactly what I did want and could afford, uh, and not. Um, you know, and when I, when I joined the Navy, that all kind of fell to the side, and I stopped collecting. Um, and then after, you know, divorce number two, when I basically had to walk away from most of my possessions, the comic books were not amongst them. And so, you know, my comic book days were kind of over for, for a good long while there. Uh, let's face it, it's been, uh, a decade or so since I've owned comics and it's probably been about 15 or 20 since I've, you know, purchased them regularly. Uh, you know, it's one of those things that kind of just fell into the, my mental category of that time has passed. Okay, whatever. Uh, well, recently, and by and I'm going to say two, maybe three, four weeks ago, um, I was in between books on my Kindle, um, and I've got, you know, the Amazon Prime thing going on. And with Amazon Prime, you, you basically can get free books, and which also includes graphic novels, uh, you know, long format comics, or, you know, collected series of comics as, as one volume. Uh, and so, you know, I'm like, well, heck, they're free, why not? And, and started reading those. Uh, you know, if you're particularly interested in what they were, you can go check out my Goodreads. I've, I've got them logged as books that I've read. Um, I was like, this is pretty cool, uh, you know, and I, I got a couple of, uh, ones that I had from back in the day, uh, Alien Legion, uh, those ones weren't free, I paid for them, but they're basically all of the old Alien Legion comics, you know, combined in omnibus edition, you know, two-volume set, uh, you know, I reread them, it's been, like, 20 years, uh, and I enjoyed them, uh, and then started sort of branching out, I read, uh, there was a, a collection of, you know, some of the original Spider-Man comics. And uh, they had the Infinity Gauntlet, which I remember my friend Mike uh, collecting during that time period. Uh, it was a huge crossover across all sorts of different comics, and it had its own series. There was a collected edition of those, and I read it, and I was like, you know what? I, I still enjoy comics. They're, they're, they're pretty cool, and, you know, it's, it's pretty cool to read these digitally. That's all right, but, you know, there's something to be said for having the physical, you know, magazines, the, the books themselves, and, you know, as silly as it probably sounds, the effort that goes into collecting comics. Um, for those of you who are not aware, have never collected comics, or been around anyone who does collect comics, uh, when you are serious, or semi-serious, or, or just interested in keeping your comic collection nice, um, you don't just, you know, get the comics and throw them in a box or stack them somewhere. Um, you know, there are methods of preservation that are in place. 
Um, and it's it's a thing called board board uh, boarding and bagging them. Basically, there are uh, you know plastic sleeves like poly polypropylene uh, bags, kind of like you know sandwich bags, so to speak, that are comic book sized and shaped. Um, that you put the comics in, and the, the boards are you know basically pieces of cardboard that are car- that are comic book sized. Uh, that you put behind it to give them some, you know, some firmness so they don't bend, and the bags, you know, protect them from, you know, the elements. Um, and I don't know, having your, you know, putting your comics into that and sorting them all out, I don't know, I'm a dork, you know, I'm a former librarian, I, I like, you know, organizing and keeping things tidy, uh, in that way, and I also did just come to realize, I really enjoy collecting things, like, assembling a set of things that I enjoy, uh, you know, seeking out the ones that I'm missing to fill out the collection. These are things that give me pleasure, um, whether it's comics or, uh, you know, like magic cards, magic gathering cards, um, music, um, finding albums that I don't have, um, and collecting them, whether it's vinyl or MP3 or whatever, just, I enjoy collecting things. Um, and I kind of made a decision that, you know, I bet stores nowadays still have subscription service. And I actually have, you know, disposable income now, unlike when I was a youngster. Uh, I can do this. I think I'm going to check out the comic stores and, and see about, you know, starting this back up. And I was talking to Abby about it. Um, you know, not that I need her permission, but just because we talk about things you know, all sorts of things, including, hey, I want to have, you know, start, start back up a new hobby, or an old hobby as the case may be, what do you think about that, those, you know, whatever, and she's like, no, that's fine, I mean, she actually brought up a good point, you know, where are you going to store them, do we have a good place where the cats won't destroy them, uh, you know, or they won't get mucked up in the damp of the basement, etc., you know, she, she, you know, she's, she's cool with it, and it was at that point that I realized, and I, and I said to her, this is my midlife crisis. I'm going to become a comic guy again. Uh, and we had a bit of a chuckle. And like I said, that was kind of, you know, I said it jokingly, but then I got to thinking about it. No, really, this this is my midlife crisis. This is me trying to recapture my youth, doing things that I couldn't get away with as a young person, um, because I can now. Uh, and for me, that's collecting comics or buying a bunch of, you know, War Machine or Hordes miniatures because at previous points in my life, I didn't have that luxury, uh, due to financial reasons, etc. Um, and I can now, and so I will, and so be it. Um, and in thinking of that, you know, I kind of realized that, you know, all those times throughout my life that you'd see, you know the balding 40-year-old guy cruising around in his, you know, convertible sports car, and, you know, I'd look at him and smirkingly, smugly look at him and go, sorry about your penis, dude. Um, That guy's probably just a guy who's into cars and couldn't ever afford to make that happen for himself until he got into his, you know, mid-40s, 50s and was, you know, had the stability and security to, you know, go out and purchase the ridiculous sports car, because that's what he's into, you know, um, 
And to a degree, I feel a little bit bad for making fun of those guys my whole life. Because it's like, eh, you know, it really, it's a, you know, good for you, dude. You've, you've, you've made it for certain definitions of made it that apply to you. Um, good for you, dude. So, uh, you live and you learn and you, you find new things out about yourself and others. Um, and you know, recently here I learned about what midlife crises are actually all about. Who knew? Um, and so on that front, you know, I decided, you know, I think I'm going to start, you know, doing comics again. Um, in a weird sort of, I don't know, I don't know what you call it. It's not, it's, it's, it's not important enough to constitute fate or destiny. Um, nor do I necessarily believe too highly in those sort of things, but a weird coincidence, you'd say, uh, maybe sort of a, a weird aligning of things. Um, you know, recently they released, you know, the, the latest installment of the, you know, the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, you know, the Avengers Endgame. Um, I, I'm not sure when this is going to air, and I don't intend to do any spoilers of it, so you needn't worry. Um, if you haven't seen it, go do so if you are a person who enjoys the Marvel movies. Um, it, it's kind of must-see. If you're not into those, then you can probably, you know, give it a miss. Although, really, what I would recommend is go watch the other 21 Marvel films and then finish it all out with Endgame, because it really is is good stuff. Um, but that's not really the moral of the story that I'm trying to get to. Um, the point is, is that, you know, this movie exists, uh, you know, and we went to go see it. Uh, opening weekend. Um, and at the local theater, uh, one of the local comic book stores had set up a table, uh, with a wide variety of, like, comic books, like, free, take one, like, you know, little, I mean, they're not, like, full-on comics, it's not like it's, you know, Superman number one or anything there, but Avengers-related comics, uh, that were free to take, they're like, you know, pick one of these titles and, and have it, uh, you know, um, which was pretty cool, I mean, that's a good promotion, that's a good way to get folks into comics, I can get behind that. Um, and, you know, they, it's like, you know, take a comic, and I see people, like, filling out little slips for, for you know, a raffle, a drawing type thing. Um, and I'm like, well, what's, what's all this then? Uh, and the dude explains, he's like, you know, we, we have this stack of, uh, graphic novels, um, that, that, you know, there's a drawing for. Put your, put your name, your phone number, and your email in there, and if you get picked... You know, we've got these stack of, as I said, you know, graphic novels, uh, various Avengers titles, uh, strangely enough, the Infinity Gauntlet, uh, trade paperback that I just read, you know, read digitally was amongst them. Um, and I'm like, cool, what the heck? I, you know, it's a comic book store. They can have my name and, and phone number and email address. I don't care. Uh, you know, I'm thinking about getting into comics anyway. Uh, and it was a comic book store that I was not aware of. Uh, existed locally. I've never seen it or heard it. There's a uh, there's a place called Comic Town that's right down the road from where I live. Uh, I pass it just about every weekend when I go to for the you know Saturday morning Tim Hortons breakfast run. 
uh, drive right past it and just have never really gone in. Um, and the guy who set up the booth at the, at the movie was a completely different place, uh, World's Greatest Comics, uh, in Westerville that I didn't know existed. It's like, huh, interesting. Uh, so, you know, I fill out the thing, I grab my free comic, and he also gives me a, uh, you know, a little flyer, uh, because coming up was going to be free comic book day, um, for those of you who are not aware. Uh, the first Saturday in May, for quite a few years running now, um, they have what is called Free Comic Book Day. Um, and basically, it's it's nationwide. It's just about every comic book store in the country. Um, they give out free comics. Um, the, you know, Marvel and DC and various other publishers, uh, you know, put together and, and publish and, and produce comic books um, that they give to the comic book stores for them to give out to people, uh, you know, to get people interested in comics. Um, he's like, you know, we got free comic book day coming up. Come check us out. You know, we're giving out the free comics, but we also got a bunch of deals going and stuff. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I took the flyer and the free comic and left him my name and information and then went and saw the movie and it was fan freaking tastic. Um, and went home and didn't think anything more about it. Um, until the next day when I'm just sort of sitting at home chilling and I get a get a call and it's funny because normally when my cell phone rings if it's not a person I know I don't answer it like this this world is filled with too many you know robo calls and miscellaneous stupid solicitation calls and whatnot I just don't bother answering um if it's somebody that actually needs to get a hold of me they'll leave a voicemail um and I can call them back and if they don't leave a voicemail, it's either because it is a stupid solicitation robo-call nonsense, in which case I'd just as soon not pick it up so they don't know that the number's valid, uh, or it's a person that I do know who wants to get a hold of me, but apparently can't be bothered to, you know, actually leave a voicemail, in which case that's on them. Um, you know, I realize I'm digressing like a mofo here, but my voice, my, you know, voicemail message literally is, hi. Uh, I can't come to the phone. If you want me to return your call, leave a message. Like, it is that straightforward and blunt. Um, because I firmly believe that if you've taken the effort to call me, and you get so far as to get to the voicemail message, you put in that effort. If you can't hang in there for another 20 seconds to say, Hey, it's me. Give me a call. Then it must not have been that important. You don't need me to call you back. So, normally, I don't even answer the phone. Um, and I'm not real sure why I did. But it's, you know, Saturday morning. I'm sitting in the living room, sipping on coffee. Probably reading the news on my phone or something. And the phone rings, and it's, a, you know, a local number. I'm like, eh, what the heck? And I answer it, and he's like, you know, is this calling for Todd? And I'm like, speaking. And he's like, this is World's Greatest Comics. And my, you know, I'm thinking to myself, Really? there's no way I won that. And he's like, you've won our, you know, graphic novel packs. So I was like, no crap. That's freaking awesome. Um, and you know, I'm like, how, you know, how late are you open? What's your deal? And they told me, and I, I like told Abby and she's like, that's fantastic. And I'm like, I'm going to just go ahead and hop over there. If that's cool. And she's like, uh, yeah, I go over there and it's like a hundred and some dollars worth of graphic novels. Um, 
which is, you know, it, nothing <laughs> for sure. Um, and like I said, it's just weird that I was planning to get back into comics anyway. So that's, that's fun. Uh, here's a little starter set. Um, you know, and it's one of those things to where if somebody's going to put together a promotion like that, um, and give away, you know, $120 worth of product, I don't really feel comfortable being the guy to just show up, get my freebies, and, and leave. Like, they're, they're doing that to get some business. Uh, that's the least I can do. So, you know, I went in there, picked them up, and bought another, you know, graphic novel um, for, for a not small chunk of money. But, again, I'm currently in a position to where I can get away with that without it, you know, impacting the ability to feed my children. So I did it, and I was happy to do it. And it was a book I wanted. It was a, a Star Wars uh you know, anthology of a bunch of old Star Wars comics that I did not previously own, but yet was not actively buying comics when they were released. So getting the trade paperback, uh, you know, collection of them makes more sense than going out and trying to buy the individual issues at, you know, collector level prices. Um, so I did that and went home and that's cool. It's all groovy. Um, and I guess probably about a week prior to that, if I can just skip back and forth Tarantino style on this thing, uh, I'd actually gone into Comic Town and been like, hey, when I was a youngster, they had, you know, this subscription service with these big catalogs. Is that still a thing? Because I honestly expected him to go, oh yeah, go to this website and, and do your thing. He's like, no, yeah, and hands me Previews Magazine, just like it was 20 some freaking years ago. Uh, and I was like, oh, cool, all right. And I just bring them in. He's like, yeah, just bring them in. We put them into the computer, but you just bring us in your list. And cool, all right. Um, and then the movie happened, and I won the graphic novels, whatever. And the next day I go into work, and uh, one of my buddies, you know, looks at me. He's like, congratulations on your, you know, graphic novel score. And I'm like, how the do you know about this? And he's like, oh, that's my comic book store. When, you know, they posted on Facebook you know, who won, and I saw your name, it's like, oh, okay, I mean, I didn't see it, because A, I'm not ever really on Facebook, and B, I didn't know this place existed, so wouldn't have been following them anyway, whatever, um, and he's talking to me about this place, he's like, yeah, man, they're, they're, they're really cool people, and if you, you know, start up a subscription, you know, pull service with them, you know, you get this discount and this discount, I'm like, really? The other place I went to, they just pulled the comics. These guys give a discount. He's like, oh no, these guys are legit. These guys are awesome. Um, I'm like, huh. And I didn't know if maybe the other comic place just, uh, I didn't ask. So they didn't tell me or if they, you know, maybe they had a discount too. Cause I'm like, I'm a little bit inclined to go towards the place in Westerville cause they've been really cool and they've, you know, spent a bunch of product on me, but it's a little out of my way to get to. You know, I'm gonna just because I'm you know midlife crisis mode. I'm gonna spend money like crazy. Doesn't mean I'm just going to you know throw it away without any thought. I'm gonna I'm with that adult you know security comes the responsibility and the the desire to look into things. Um, it's called growing up. Who knew? Um, so one day I, I you know I call the local place. Like, yeah, do you, do you guys, you know, I played dumb. I'm like, do you guys have a subscription service? He's like, yeah. 
okay, what's what's the deal with that? He's like, well, you know, you come in, you look through the thing, you give us the list, and we'll we'll pull them, and we'll give you twenty percent. You know, if you're one of the one of our subscription customers, you get twenty percent off back issues. He's like, okay, thank you. And I guess for me, 20% off back issues is not that big a deal. doesn't make that much sense to me because, again, for those of you who are not into comics, you know, comics, the one, as they come out, you pay cover price for them, uh, you know, and then you probably take them home and put them, you know, with backers and, and bags and store them and whatever. If you're going for back issues, you know, the older they are, that's where you start to get into folks who are like, oh, this is in near mint condition or whatever. And the older and more rare they are, the more money they are. So, you know, the the, the comic book that was, you know, the Star Wars comic from the mid 80s that, uh, you know, has a 50 cent cover price, you know, you're spending $21 for that today because, it, you know, scarcity, etc. Um, and I'm not really into doing all of that. Like, yeah, I'm going to be spending disposable money on something that's probably a little, you know, silly and childish in the eyes of some people. But I'm not into spending all that money. Like, I had most of the original run of Marvel comic books from, you know, the 70s and 80s and so forth. I'm not looking to go and buy those specific comic books again at ridiculous level, you know, $20 a piece prices they have anthologies now, um, you know, here's the first, you know, 12 issues all in one book bound together, you know, it's the same comics, it's the same pictures and, and, you know, dialogue and stuff, it's just in a different format, and like I said, I'm not into speculating on comics, like in the, oh, I'm gonna buy this, you know, number one issue, it's gonna be worth all kinds of money later. No, I'm going to buy this number one issue because this is a new series that looks interesting to me. Um, so 20% off back issues is not likely to come into play too much for me. Like, okay. And also it was a little weird that I kind of had to pull teeth to get the information out of Dude. Was not real impressed with that. Um, so then I call, you know, World's Greatest. And again, I'm going to play, play dumb. They don't know who I am unless I identify myself. And I'm like, hey man, you know, do you guys have a proof? you know, subscription service, he's like, yeah, man, here's, you know, we do, it's, it's, you know, there, there's a thing called previews, you go to previewsworld.com, and it tells you all the stuff that's coming out, and you check it out, and you, you know, put together a list, and bring them into us, and we'll, you know, get those ordered, we'll pull them, and set them aside for you, and if you, you know, have five or more subscriptions through us, you get 20% off, you know, and I'm thinking to myself, well, 20% off, that means, you know, if I subscribe to four comics, the fifth one is essentially free. I, I can get behind that. You know, and he goes on and says, you know, and if you're one of our subscription, you know, people, you also get this much percent off, you know, graphic novels and trade paperbacks. We cut you a deal on boards and backers. We, you know, we, we cut you a deal on boxes. Like, you know, we really, you know, give all this cool stuff, man. So yeah, whenever you want to, you know, do that, you know, you come on in. I was like, wow, that was a whole lot of really quality information presented in a very friendly manner. Uh, I, I appreciate this. Um, and knowing that free comic book day was coming up and knowing how that can be, I'm kind of like, listen, because he also was like, hey, yeah, man, coming up Saturday is free comic book day. You come in, check us out. It's going to be a little crazy, but you know, whatever. And I'm like, no, that makes sense. I'm assuming that if I wanted to set up said subscription service, 
free comic book day is not the day to do that. He's like, oh no, man, it's it's too crazy for that. He's like, you want to come in either you know a day or two before or a day or two after, because um, we we're not going to be able to you know do all that with everybody and their brother running around. I'm like, no, that's cool. I get that. Uh, super cool guy. Super helpful. Unprompted. Like, just you ask a question. He's like, here is all the info you need, and then some. Um, and I was like, that's great. Um, and you know, after I'd caught, you know, talked to him, I had to run, run, uh, run youngest daughter to a, a function, a, a school related meeting of some sort. Um, and I would not, neither of us were sure like the nature of the meeting. If it was like a, okay, I sit in with the meeting with them or if I wait outside or how long it's going to be or whatever. And we get there and it's like, I'm in like a boardroom type thing. Like I'm not sitting in with, I'm like, all right, well, I'll go hang outside. And a couple minutes later, she texts me and she's like, it's going to be a while. You might want to go do a thing and come back. I'm like, all right. And I Google how far, how long it would take me to get to world's greatest and what time they close. And I'm like, oh, I can totally make this and jammed over there. And, you know, dude behind the counter, um, you know, I'm pretty sure was the owner of the joint. I'm like, Hey, yeah, you know, I called a little bit earlier. You know, I don't know if I talked to you or somebody else, you know, about your subscription service. He's like, Oh yeah, that was probably, you know, this guy, I'm sorry. I forget his name. Um, I was like, yeah, you know, let's, let's get, let's get this thing going. Um, and because I had previously gotten a previews magazine, from the other place and had looked through and kind of picked out and written down what I want. I'm like, you know, he, what's your information? Okay. Here's my name, my address, phone number, all that. He's like, what are you interested in? And I hand him the sheet and he's like, Oh, well, you're prepared. I'm like, well, yeah, <laughs> you know, this is, I didn't act. I'm not accidentally signing up for a subscription service. Uh, you know, I, I know what I'm after and he's, you know, walking through it and putting all that stuff in the, in the, in the computer there. And while he's doing, I'm like, do you, you know, mind if I walk in? He's like, oh no, browse around. I'll, you know, be done here in a minute. And while I'm doing, um, there are four other humans in the joint. One of which is a young guy who's working there. He ends up, he's the guy I was on the phone with. Uh, and then there are two small children and their mother. And when I say small children, uh, we're talking like somewhere in the pre-K to third grade age range, I would say. Uh, you know, and they're looking around, they're getting stuff, and you know, she's ready to check out, and he's on the computer. She's like, "Oh, I'll wait." And he's like, "No, I'll get you." Um, and he checks her out, and it's all you know, friendly and whatever. Um, you know, and, and the woman is leaving, and she's like, "Now, kids, what do you say to the nice man for the comics?" And like, "Thank you." And he looks and he says, well, kids, you should thank your mom. She just bought you comic books. And I thought that was pretty cool. Um, you know, and so when, you know, we're, we're done, they're, they're done. And he finished up getting all my information and he kind of walked me through. He's like, well, you know, if you get this and this, then, you know, it, as this is, you don't have, you know, enough for the subscription discount, but let me recommend a couple things to you based on what you've got here, what we think might work out. And they were all solid recommendations. Um, you know, and at the tail end there, I'm like, dude, I just want to let you know that, you know, I am very impressed with your store and the way in which you're doing business. Um, you know, your, your, your fellow over here was very professional and helpful on the phone. Um, you know, and I, I just want you to know it's appreciated and you could tell that they appreciated being appreciated. 
you know, in in this world, retail specifically, I'm sure, there are enough crazy customers giving you hell for the dumbest things all the time. It's just nice to be able to say something nice to a person. And I think, you know, people on the receiving end of that like to get, you know, good feedback. It's, you know, it's never fun to just get ground down all the time. It's nice to have somebody say something nice to you every now and again. Um, and so I guess, you know, my message to, to, to the world is, you know, if, if somebody's done, done you solid and treated you well, let them know, you know, let, let me see your manager. Yes. Is the thing you break out when somebody, you know, is, is, you know, not giving you what you needed or met up your expectations, but can I have a quick word with your manager also works in the context of, I just want to let you know that, you know, this worker you have here really went above and beyond and I want to give them some kudos. Um, so you get the opportunity to do that. I, I would encourage you to do so. Um, it's just good stuff all around. Um, this is actually a pretty good stopping point and I'm just about to pull up to uh, E-Daughter's dorm room to start the mass loadout of ridiculous nonsense. So we're going to stick a pin in this podcast for a second and, uh, you know, maybe we'll come back uh, on the ride home. All right, so um, that was moderately successful. Uh, Got the car all loaded up. And uh, for those of you keeping score at home, um, I was right. Um, There's no way in heck that she was going to fit all of this stuff uh, into a single car tomorrow. So this this turned out to be a a good plan that we had here to do the double trip. Uh, I think that'll work out well. I'm I'm pretty happy about that. Um, It's pretty late at night when I'm going to be unloading all this, but it's all good because I'm still young enough to pull that off the unloading and then going to bed and still getting up for work in the morning. So hooray, hooray. Um, not really sure what else to talk about or if I've got enough, you know, particular material to carry me for the ride home. But, uh, as I left the last piece rather abruptly, I figured I would at least log, you know, sign in and, and, and try and do my best to, to close this thing up. Uh, properly, um, and we'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes, um, you know, we'll brace yourself for, for rambling, uh, but then again, you're listening to the Toddcast, if you hadn't already pre-braced yourself for rambling, you probably have just joined us and have not heard any of the other, you know, uh, episodes, so welcome, uh, it's probably odd for me to welcome you mid-cast like this, but, uh, you know, I, I tend to not do things in the, the standard fashion. Um, you know, if you are, in fact, just joining us, you know, welcome to to the fun times, or what I really hope you find to be fun times in any case. Um, if you are newish, um, I, I, I'm just going to go ahead and throw out there that I, I don't necessarily recommend that you, you know, if you are new to the podcast, that you go back to, you know, episode one and start from the beginning. Um, it's, it's a little rough back there. Um, you know, the first episode is what a handful of seconds of me going, 
Hey, yeah, this is a thing I'm doing. Hope you like it. Blah, blah. End of deal. Not very exciting. I mean, sure, go listen to it. It's it's like 30 seconds of your life. Uh, it's not like it's going to hurt you or anything. But it's not super compelling. Uh, the second episode is, uh, you know, entertaining if you're into listening to a guy ramble on about Star Wars, I think it was. Um, you know, the first few are, 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 are fairly meta. Um, a lot of me talking about audio quality and, and if you've been in for the long haul, uh, and been a, been a long time listener, you're aware of this. And if you do decide to go back into the archives and listen to them all, you will hear the various, you know, um, permutations of audio where I tried different means of, uh, recording through, through Bluetooth or just raw off the phone or through a mic or whatever. Um, I hope it's not too distracting. You know, it, it, it kind of is what it is. Um, and hopefully, you know, the, the telling of the stories and the content is, you know, sufficient to override your, uh, any dislike you have for audio, um, (laughs) inconsistencies, let's say. Um, so if you are a long-time listener, thanks for hanging in there, and I'm glad that you're you're still listening. Uh, if you you are an, a new person, uh, you know there are some good ones back there. I think uh, I think they're entertaining and good. Um, I've got some stories that I tell that you can listen to, but uh, you know maybe don't go all the way back to the very beginning at first. Uh, I don't know that that's a good representation of what I've got going on um, necessarily. Um, you know, you, you do, you, I'm not the boss of you, you do what you like, if you want to go to the beginning, go for it, if you want to skip around, that's fine too, uh, I'm fully aware that, you know, as I'm talking about things in my car, going to and from places, uh, you know, I am, I'm talking about whatever's on my mind, what I'm thinking about, and it's not going to be, you know, to everyone's liking, you know, um, there's a, there's a, what I believe to be a very specific subset of humanity, that is interested in hearing about, you know, my high school D&D character, and also listening to me talk about, you know, my marriages, and also interested in listening to me talk about, you know, how much it annoys me when people are on speakerphone. Um, you know, if you're one of those people, and you just take it all in, and you're enjoying it, hooray, you're apparently my kind of people. Um, you know, if you are listening to the podcast and there's a, you know, conversational topic coming up, you're like, I really don't care about your, your miniatures war game. Skip it. You're not going to hurt my feelings. Um, you know, I don't, I've, I've gotten beyond the point of really caring too much about, you know, play count, how many people are listening. Um, I'd like to thank the bots of the world for helping me get past that. Uh, there was a point where, uh, you know, my supposed listenership just freaking skyrocketed. Uh, you know, when I first started this thing, I'm pretty sure my listeners involved, you know, my, my kid brother and sister, my mom, my wife, uh, you know, a couple of other people, um, you know, and that's expanded a bit. Uh, but there was a point to where, you know, the, the reported number of plays was, getting close to the triple digits and I didn't understand that at all um, until I started actually looking at the statistics because they'll tell you you know oh this many people have listened to you on Apple Podcasts 
this many people have listened to you on Overcast or, you know, Google Play or whatever. And then there's this nebulous other category. Um, and a lot of times when the play counts were getting up there, there were a whole lot of them that were others. Um, and I think somebody had something, I can only assume, you know, miswired or, or coded incorrectly to, to pull my RSS feed um, erroneously that was resulting in a crap load of hits. Um, that when I first saw, it was like real exciting. Like, oh, I'm blowing up. And then I looked at him like, no, I'm probably not. Um, and again, that's fine. You know, like I said, I, I absolutely, uh, appreciate everyone who does listen. Um, and I want you all to know that. Um, and quite frankly, reach out to me and I'll tell you that personally. Um, but at the same time, this is a podcast that I record while driving to and fro, uh, about whatever comes to my mind. Uh, it costs me exactly zero of the dollars, um, and only a little bit of my time and energy. Um, and when I mean little bit, it it is a little bit, uh, you know, I get into the car, I hit record and, and blather on until I get to my location. And then I hit, you know, stop, give it a, you know, hopefully clever name, do a little write up, hit a publish button and boom, it's out there in the world like this, you know, I'm already in my car, uh, frankly, prior to having a podcast, I would talk to myself in the car anyway, so it's really not that big a, uh, a shift from, uh, previous reality for me to be doing this, uh, you know, it's a lump sum total of maybe an extra two and a half minutes for me to, you know, do the, the saving and naming and publishing of it above and beyond what I would be doing, you know, in any other circumstance, so, you know, Again, if you're listening, I, I very much appreciate it, and I, I'm glad that you're you're there and you're listening, and I hope you you know enjoy it. Um, but I have no misconceptions of turning into some sort of you know worldwide sensation uh, by any stretch. And now you know that we're at a stop sign next to a loud motorcycle. Maybe you can enjoy that. Maybe you can't. Uh, it's not real clear to me what the microphone on this does or doesn't pick up from outside the vehicle. Okay. If you didn't hear it, trust me, there was a loud-ass motorcycle, you know, next to me. Because, you know, I'm told that loud pipes save lives, uh, according to a variety of bumper stickers that I've seen. Um, I've, I've not been able to scientifically, you know, um, research and, and verify this information. Um, or do I really have any intention of doing so? So we'll, we'll just trust them that they know what they're talking about. Um, it certainly makes it hard to concentrate on what you're talking about when you're podcasting in the car. Um, but I don't think, you know, podcasters are, are the high on their priority list when they're, you know, tricking out their two-wheeled rides. I, I could be wrong, but I, I, I got a pretty strong gut feeling that, that you know, I'm not... Their, their key thing to think about when they're uh, biking it up. So, anyway. Um, and now, apparently, uh, we're just going to keep passing each other um, and making a bunch of noise in my background and throwing me off my swerve. So, we're going to let them cruise on ahead and I'll, I'll try and move on to, you know, some other topic, any other topic, really, because this is, 
this is boring me, so I can only imagine what uh, what you folks are here uh, or thinking about this this whole situation. Um, on the topic of of podcasting, um, recently, and this is this is not necessarily a plug um, per se because I'm not super familiar with with the service in question, um, so I don't know that I'd call this an endorsement yet. Uh, but my brother made me aware of a, a new podcast consumption, uh, method, uh, a new application for one smartphone, if you will, um, called Podcoin. that apparently their shtick is it's a, it's a podcast app where you can, you know, listen to and subscribe and listen to podcasts. Uh, and for every so many minutes that you listen, you accumulate points that you can then, you know, turn in for, uh, not cash, but, you know, money equivalents, uh, you know, various gift cards and such, um, amongst which is the, the ever popular, ever present, uh, you know, Amazon gift cards, um, which as far as I'm concerned is, is essentially a secondary currency. I mean, you, 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 you do what you like, uh, you know, but I get on Amazon and buy things. I, I think most people this, this day and age probably do. Um, there's certainly nothing wrong with it that I'm currently aware of. Um, you know, you can get just about anything, um, delivered to your house pretty quick. Um, you know, we could, we could derail into a conversation about how that impacts, you know, small local businesses, uh, or not. That's not really what I'm looking to get into, but I understand that there is an impact there. But at the same time, there's plenty of stuff that I can't get locally that I, you know, Amazon will provide for me. Um, the point I'm getting at is that, uh, somebody giving me, you know, a $20 Amazon gift card might as well be handing me a $20 bill. It's, it's essentially an alternative currency for me. Um, cause there's stuff out there I will buy, you know, with that money. Um, it's, it's not like, you know, getting a, a, you know, a gift card for, you know, a, a particular store where, you know, you're limited to, you know, whatever it is that they're selling, you know, somebody were to give me a, uh, thing at random, let's say forever 21, uh, gift card. Um, question one is, have you ever met me? Uh, question two is why would you think I would be in forever 21? Cause I'm not a clothes guy or fashionable. Um, question three, you do realize that I'm a 44 year old white dude. Um, and then the last thing would be thank you anyway. Um, but you know, you give me $20 for someplace like that and I have to go there and buy clothing that I wouldn't normally. Whereas you give me $20 on Amazon I can, you know, I can buy cool stuff that I wouldn't have necessarily, you know, spent my own $20 on. Um, you know, it's a gift. That's what gifts are for is to, to treat yourself. Um, or I could just use it to, you know, buy batteries. Like it's, it's, it's just, it's just like any other money really. Um, and so to get back somewhat to the point I was originally trying to get to, there's this app called Podcoin that you can, and the Toddcast is available on it because of course I checked. Um, 
and you can listen and you get credit for listening and they these credits pile up and you can turn them into you know essentially money so if that's a thing you're into feel free to go check that out um one thing Eric did, you know, sort of clue me in on is that apparently they do not yet support uh, listening at high speed. Um, when I'm listening to podcasts or audiobooks or pretty much anything, um, I very rarely listen to them at normal speed. I normally crank that up to, you know, time and a half, 1.75 to double speed. Um, because you can call... You, me, anyway, I can comprehend and pay attention and enjoy audio media like that at higher speeds. Um, like I said, most podcasts I listen to, I listen to it at darn near double speed just because you can get more in. It's just a more efficient delivery vehicle. You know, if you're able to, to follow along and enjoy at double speed, you can listen to a thing twice as quick. Uh, it takes half the time. Uh, however you want to express that fraction, uh, you can make it happen. Uh, there are some things that I listen to that, you know, some folks might talk a little fast or if the audiobook is, is, you know, being read by someone with an accent. Um, or in a lot of cases, if it's nonfiction and I, and I need to pick up on some details, I'll slow things down. Um, but that's not exactly a selling point for a podcast app because I almost always listen to those at time and a half or two times speed. Um, but he put in a feature request, and they're, they're, they're looking into it. Um, I'm curious if people listen to me at normal speed or speed it up. Um, I'm led to believe that Ohio folks like myself can often be perceived as talking very quickly. Um, I've heard that, you know, having traveled around the, the nation and the world, you know, in, in the military and whatnot. Um, people used to say that I talked real fast. Um, and when I was in Florida, I feel like I might have slowed down my speech just from being there for so long and sort of adapting to their situation. Because I remember the first time I talked to my brother on the phone, uh, you know, as he was kind of an adult, we hadn't talked much for a while there. And I remember thinking, he just talks a mile a minute. Oh my goodness, how do you keep up? Um, but now I'm pretty sure I've gotten, you know, after about a decade back in the state, I feel like I've gotten back up to, you know, rapid fire mode, uh, to where I think it's entirely possible there are probably folks who can't listen to me at accelerated rates. Um, but like, again, I know my, my kid brother, Eric, he listens to me at, you know, double speed cause he knows me and understands, you know, my cadence of speech and can take it all in at double speed. So, you know, you do what you like. Um, but I am curious. Uh, if you feel like letting me know, uh, you know, shoot me a tweet at Cast Todd. That's a good way to do it. Uh, not a whole lot of people tweet at me, so, you know, it's not likely you're going to get lost in the uh, the shuffle of a whole lot of tweet storms. Um, just curious. Uh, I'm going to stop rambling now. I did manage to keep rambling the entire ride home, um, and now I'm in my uh, parking spot, and it's, you know... 20 to midnight, and I got a car full of stuff to unload. So I'm going to go ahead and cut this off. Uh, thank you for hanging in there with me. Uh, I hope you found it enjoyable. And uh, until next time, I hope you all have a good one. And that's it.